Welcome to the Shields Outdoors podcast, your source for information on hunting, fishing, and all of your outdoor passions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shields Outdoors podcast. My name is Mike Anderson, and we have a little something different for you today. We have Jordan Kraft with us today from our marketing office. Jordan, would you mind introducing yourself, giving a little background on who you are and what you do here at Shields? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mike. This is, uh, if you ever asked me the first podcast I'd ever be on, I wouldn't expect it to be hunting and fishing, but I work in the marketing office here with Mike, and I work on the digital advertising side and making sure that everyone that watches television on Hulu, YouTube, et cetera, sees our commercial. All right, perfect. So we're going to have a little fun here with Jordan today and play a few games. We have some terms here at Shields for the categories of goods and basically breaks down into three different categories. So we've got soft lines, mid lines, and hard lines. We have the shoes and the style stuff in the soft lines category. And your mid lines is full of stuff like your team sports, like baseball, basketball, football, volleyball, whatnot. And then you've got your hard lines, and that's everything in the outdoor space. So congratulations to all of you listening because you fall into the hardcore category. (laughs) So the first segment we're going to do here, it's going to be titled Questions with a Non-Hardliner, a.k.a. Jordan. So we've got three outdoor related questions and we'll take turns answering these questions and see what the other person has to say. So here we go. Question number one, Jordan. All right. Can you name 10 parts or components that make up a compound bow? Oh, you have got, uh, I don't even know if I can do a couple here. You got the string. Is it okay if I use words that are not accurate and if I just describe it? Um, close enough. We'll, we'll okay. see. All right. You got your string. You've got your, um, sight. You've got your arrow rest. We'll go with grip because that exists on it. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll give you that one. Oh man. Uh, cams, cams. Yes. Cams. Cam is one. Um, Ooh, I don't even know. I don't know what else the... What would you call them? The arms or like the part that flexes at the top and bottom? What are those called? Uh, Those are the limbs. Limbs. I I don't think I can give you that one. An arm is a limb, isn't it? Well, you know, you're right. It is a (laughs) limb. Man, that's close. Maybe I'll give you half a point. I'm going to give you half a point for that All right, half a point on that. Um, What else do we got here? You have, oh, what are they called? Vibration dampeners. Oh, nice. I did not think you would get that one. Is that what it's actually called? Yeah, it's nice. a vibration damper. Okay. Um, let's see. I think that's kind of all I got. Um, what's the thing? I would call it a counterweight. Hangs off the front of your bow to make sure you're you're balanced, right? Okay, yep. That, that one's a stabilizer. Stabilizer. And then why not? Because we're in the... We work with the video team... Uh, um, a camera for, for catching. camera. Okay. So, know. so that one's not a necessity, but you know, you, you can strap that on a bow for sure. So yeah. I think you got seven and a half on that one. So that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. That's a passing grade. Nice. So congratulations. I nice. mean, we w- would have also accepted like riser or peep site, you know, there's, there's quite a few components on there, but you know, seven and a half out of seven and a half. That's, that's pretty good. Oh geez. Yeah. So. I, I, I feel like I did better than I thought. 
or I thought I would have done. Um, I feel like I should know more with how many videos I've shot with you, but uh, we'll get there someday. We'll get there one day. Okay, you got a question for me now? All right, so I'm taking a little different approach. As we've established, I'm not a hunter, I'm not a fisherman, but I did have a question for you. So I grew up, no one in my family really hunts. My brother does hunt now, but that was after that he he moved to Montana when he got married and his in-laws all hunt. So they all hunt in Montana. So he kind of got into it in the last 10 years or so. But two-part question. For someone that's new to fishing or hunting, what type of hunting or fishing would you suggest they try first? Ooh, okay. So for hunting, I'm definitely going to go turkey. Turkey? Why turkey? Turkey is awesome because you can go out there in the spring. A lot of times, like if you live where there's snow, you'll be cooped up all the time and mm-hmm, stuff. And mm-hmm. you just said, there's not a lot of season. So you've had a lot of downtime and you can, you know, you can get out there. The woods are coming alive. And what's really cool about Turkey is like, you can be vocal with them and they will, and they will gobble back at you. They will get angry. They will attack your decoys and it's just oh, super exciting and you can get yourself into a blind so you can, you know, you can move around a little bit. You can make a little bit of noise mm-hmm. and it's just, it's so fun. Yeah. You know, it's like I introduced my daughter by, you know, into the hunting stuff with turkey hunting. And, you know, you can bring like for a little kid, you can bring an iPad in there. You bring a bunch of snacks and she had she even had like a teddy bear with. So it's like you can it's pretty easy to get into turkey hunting and it can be super fun. And there's you know, you generally see a lot of turkeys and and Mm -hmm. you hear a whole bunch of sounds, have them interact with you. And it's a lot of fun. Is there a high success rate with getting a turkey, do you think, for someone that's new? Uh, you know, it depends. There's a, there's a lot of failure and a lot of learning involved with turkey hunting. So I, I can't just say, like, it's super easy. But, you know, sometimes the stars align and it can be super easy. Yeah, for so, sure. Yep. And then uh, fishing, you know, just go out to, you know, go out to a pond, get yourself a hook and a bobber and some worms and just go out there and go for like bluegills or sunfish. You can't go wrong. Just start throwing and casting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't want to start out with something like jigging wraps or anything like that, but you know, just keep it simple. Keep it easy. you know, somewhere where there's a lot of fish. Yeah, for sure. Good question. So, all right. Shooting back at you. What are three different methods of targeting walleye during the open water fishing season? Oh, that's a good question. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> no, no. All right. Uh, I know there is, um, oh, I'm totally blanking on it. It's not called uh, paddleboarding. Line, um, where, where you throw the line out really, planer boards. Planer boards. Okay, yep, that's a good method. Um, planer boards, I know that. Um, we've done videos on that before. I'm going to say, this is going to sound really dumb to everyone that's listening to this because y'all are, y'all are hunters and fishers, but a uh, little daredevil spoon. My dad always used that when we were younger, and maybe that's for bass, but I don't know. That's the one, that's the one jig that I always remember. Okay, we'll just, we'll just call it casting and reeling. Casting you know, and reeling, okay. All right, it's, it's not one of the most popular methods, for, especially for walleye, but I, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't caught a walleye on a daredevil when I'm when I'm on a weed line. That's so, awesome. That's okay. Awesome. We'll, we'll give you that one. Ah, uh, third one, just trolling. Let's go with trolling. Or does that fall under planer boards? Mm, 
little bit that's, of both. That's a little bit of both. You, you don't necessarily have to have planer boards to do trolling. Okay. So maybe you can just be trolling with spinners and you're just, uh, you know, you're just letting the, letting the wind blow you around and then going over some structure or whatnot. So, all right, all right I'll give, I'll give you that one. What would be good. a good third one? I feel like I only got two, maybe two and a half. Mm, I like doing jigging wraps. Jigging wraps. Okay. Mm-hmm. That would be another method. Probably okay. my favorite. All right. All right. I'm up. So, you know, kind of falling for the new hunter. What are your favorite resources for finding new information about hunting or fishing? Ooh, there you go. Uh, I would say number one would be our Shields Outdoors YouTube channel. So <laughs> nice little plug. Yeah, there's a there's a nice shameless plug right there. But no, um, YouTube in general. There's uh, there's so much information out there on YouTube. Just videos showing how things are done. Uh, you know, exploring new techniques. Educational, informative funny, just inspiring people to get out there. So I, I would say the number one resource would probably be YouTube out there. And then, um, yeah, another shameless plug, Shields blogs. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That is a good one. Okay. Last question for you. All right. Uh, you know, it, it, it's actually kind of similar to a question you had asked me and it is, uh, what is a hunt you would go on that could get you excited about potentially opening the door to becoming a hunter or outdoor enthusiast? Oh, that is a really good question. The one that I've thought about quite a bit actually. Uh, but what I would do, I think, I think I'd get into pheasant hunting, obviously not really knowing, but here's my theory. So I'm, I'm an active person. I don't, I don't like sitting. So I think deer hunting's out. I'm not going to wake up early in the morning in November and go sit in a, in a cold stand. However, but if I can go pheasant hunting, from what I understand, at least you're walking around a lot, you're, you know, working with dogs and you get a, it's just an active hunt. And I think that's something that I would enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And you, yeah, you don't necessarily have to get up at the crack of dawn. You know, hunting's really good at that point. Right. But, um, yeah, being able to, I just love when you're pheasant hunting and the interactions you have with dogs and how excited mm-hmm. they are. Cause like, I don't, I don't think I've ever been on a pheasant hunt where I open, open the kennel for a dog and they're not like incredibly jacked yeah. at, at least at the start. Anyways, you know, you walk like 10, 15 miles and they've been at it for hours. Then, then I've seen dogs that are like, Oh God, I'm not quite ready for this. <laughs> But yeah, pheasant hunting is definitely a cool one. And then especially like if you're walking around and looking and, you know, you're kind of losing track of stuff and your mind's wandering a little bit. And then all of a sudden you like nearly step on a pheasant and it flushes and then starts cackling and just scares the bejesus out of you. That's got to be terrifying. Like that, that is pretty intense. Oh, but yeah, when you, when you shoot that first pheasant and it folds over, just like that triumphant feel. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty cool. How hard so. is it, do you think, to hit a pheasant? Because I've done a lot of clay pigeon shooting, but I've obviously never shot a pheasant. If you can hit a clay, you can hit a pheasant. Like, I'm not saying you'll hit it the first time. Right. But uh, there's definitely a ton of similarities. Like, that's great practice for it. So, you know, I was thinking about this question a little bit, too, like potentially opening the door for stuff. And obviously, turkey came to mind because I, I talked about it already. But a couple other things you can do, um, morel mushroom hunting. You know, like you're not actually killing something. So for the people that like mm. want to hunt but can't don't don't like in, initially want to kill anything, go look for morel mushrooms. They're delicious. You can get out. You can kind of develop those skills of looking for things in the woods, and along mm-hmm. with that, uh, shed antler hunting too. That's another great one. So I was actually just going to bring that up. I have done that before with a friend, and that was really interesting. I mean, it's so cool when you when you stumble upon your first shed and just see it, you know, sitting there. Yep, yeah, absolutely. My final question here, 
and I have something in my head. You know, when I think about hunting, just like things that, you know, would definitely scare me if I didn't have someone there, you know, with me, especially like deer hunting, like skinning your first deer. But what was the most intimidating thing you had to learn to do or the, you know, the first time you did it, you were terrified to do it? Oh, man, great question. So, I mean, I would have to say gutting a deer. Like, that's that's super intimidating. And, you know, like, you, you brought it up, so I almost feel like it's cheating. But yep. that was initially the first thing that came to my mind because it's like, okay, I shot this deer, now what? So, like, I got a knife and I, like, what do you even do? Right. You know, so it's, I mean usually you have somebody kind of guide you through the process the first couple of times. But then, you know, like my first one was an absolute hack job. It was just <laughs> brutal. You know, like they always tell you, you know, don't cut the sack that's got like the intestines and stuff in it. It's going to smell terrible, you know? And, uh, what did I do the first one? Yep. Of All course. Of Trial then, by fire. Yep, exactly. And they were not wrong. It was terrible. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's something you just kind of, you know, you do it a few times and then it becomes second nature. Uh, one recommendation for that is, you know, get a good knife with a gut hook. That makes it so much easier because then you're just like, you don't have all that exposed blade mm-hmm. and whatnot. So just get your hands dirty. Yeah, that would be terrifying. And uh, that's good advice too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and wear yourself a good pair of gloves. You know, even those gloves that go out past your, past your elbows and stuff, that's a, that helps a lot too. And make sure to bring some water to clean it out and there you go. you'll be set. There you go. So, okay. Love that first segment. So our last segment is going to be called fishing, hunting, or made up. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going to give Jordan a word or a phrase and he's going to answer back on if it's a hunting term a fishing term, or if I just made it up and then he's oh going to try to describe what it is. Oh so we got 10 of these and I'll tally up your score at the end. See how you did. See if you can pass this one too. All right, let's go. All right. I'll start you off with an easy one. The first word is bait caster. Bait caster. I do know that one. That is uh fishing. It's a fishing well, I don't know if it's a setup, but it's definitely a reel, bait casting reel. Yes. Okay. You got that one. One. One down. Let's go. Okay. Number two, fishing term, hunting term, or made up. All right. We've got chopo. Ooh, chopo. I feel like if it's going to be, if it is going to be a real term, I would guess fishing, but is it made up? I think that's the question where I'm leaning on. I'm going to go with fishing. You are correct. Nice. All right. Two out of two. What What is it in fishing? Uh, I don't know. Some weird, probably another phrase for a bass fish. I don't know. No, it is not. Well, it's it's a type of topwater lure for bass. Okay. Okay. So it's a, a Berkeley Chapo. Okay. So, and they're a lot of fun to fish with. They attack it on top of the water. That's got to be pretty cool seeing them jump out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Doing good so far. We got number three. We have trifilament. Trifilament. Definitely fishing. It's got to be fishing line. No. It's a made up no. one. So there's monofilament. That's the type of fishing line. But okay. trifilament, the, the, I, as far as I know, they do not make trifilament lines. So they got braid. Yep. So that's a bunch of, uh, that's a bunch of, of monofilament like strung right. together. But uh, I don't think they ever use just three. So so that one's made up. I got my confidence way too high. I was yeah, like, yeah, that's got to be fishing. I could just see that smirk there. You're <laughs> like, I'm going to crush this. So, all right, good. Uh, number four, we've got flock. Flock. 
Well, I mean, I think that's got to be, I mean, like there's a flock of birds. So I guess it'd be hunting, but I also feel like flock might be associated with something archery related. Um, let's go with hunting. Yes. All right. And you basically already just said it like a flock of birds. Okay. 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 Not associated with I, any part y- of it. Yeah. I, I threw in another layup for you. You know, I went through this list and I was like, man, I don't know how many he's going to get. So I'm going to throw in another <laughs> easy one. So, all right. Well, you're doing great so far. You got three out of four. All right. Next one. We've got rod seat. Oh man. I feel like the trifilament got me, uh, got me a little too confident. I feel like there's probably something close to a rod seat, but is it made up? I, I think we just have to go with it. Fishing. No, made it up. is made up. Uh, There's a real seat. So, so the real I guess that seat makes sense. Real seat is, is a part of the rod where, where the reel goes into, yep. but rod seat, that one is made up. That makes sense. All okay. Right, all right. So, so you're running three out of five right now. So still doing okay. You still could go either direction, you know, but I, I've got some tougher ones here. I, th- right. I think you're going to screw this up. All right. So next one we've got, Hammer handle. Hammer handle. How about we go with um, uh, woodworking? Is that an acceptable <laughs> answer? Yeah, well, there, there, are, ha- there are handles uh, on hammers. Hammer handle. But I'm going to go with, I think this one's made up. No, this one, this is a term for a very small northern pike. So it's like those one pound little tiny ones. They call little them hammer, ha- little hammer handles. I suppose they're little, little skinny guys, right? Yeah, li- little okay. skinny guys. So, All right. so you're at three out of six right now. Are not doing great anymore. Oh, uh, I don't know. Let's, we'll see how it goes. All right. All right. Next one. We've got tippet. Tippet. I feel like you're messing with me and it's a tip up. Mm, yeah. Maybe. Tip it though, or maybe it's a hunting term. Yeah, that's maybe true. That's that. true. That's true. I feel like you're leading me on. I'm gonna go with hunting just because you said that. Okay, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Tippet is a leader in fly fishing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it kind of strikes me as like it could be a made up word, but right. you know, yes, tippet leader in fly fishing. So you're currently sitting at three out of seven. Yeah, definitely. Definitely fail. This is when I should just drop the course, right? Uh, you know, or you just, you just really dig down and dig you, know, down. you still have a chance. Yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. This one, I feel is a little bit easier. I think you're going to get this one. It's Jake. Jake. Yes. That's a, uh, male Turkey, I believe. It is. So hunting. Yes, you got that one. So that's uh that's like a first year bird. They got just the start of that beard, but okay. it's not like one of them full ones. So got that one. Perfect. Nice. Okay. So what is that? Four out of eight? Yeah, four out of eight. Yep. So number nine, we've got slew donkey. Slew donkey. I know slaunch donkey is a thing, thanks to our friend Cam. Um slew donkey though? Well, now I'm double guessing myself. Is launch donkey a thing? I'm going to go with made up. Yes. That reasoning. You got it made up. So, so there's, there's launch donkey and then there's swamp donkey. Swamp donkey. And that is a, that is a big swamp buck, but slew donkey, as far as, as far as I know is, is a made up word. So there you go. So we're at five out of nine, five out of nine. All right. I'm a double or nothing. I don't know if that's included in this game, but I'm doing it. Mm, so, th- so then you'd either be at zero out of 10 or 10 out of 10. 
Yeah, I mean, why okay. not, right? Yeah, why not? Might as well go for it right now. All right, you know what? I'll even give you that. You either get, it's all or nothing right here, last All one. right, all on the line, million bucks. All right, here we go. So we've got fletching jig. Fletching jig. So fletching is on an arrow. You would think there's a there's a jig for it for putting it on because it's got to be even. So I'm going to go hunting. Is that your final answer? Oh, no. I mean, it's double or nothing. I know it is double or nothing. I got I to gotta have some pride when I leave this room. You know, go big or go home. Let's do it. It's hunting. Hunting. Ding, ding, ding. Nice. You got it, buddy. Okay, yes. Yeah, And you know what? You even talked yourself right through it. So fletching is part of the arrow and the jig is, is the tool that does it. Nice. So, all right. I guess you got 10 out of 10. So... But, you know, really. <laughs> that's what I'm going to tell everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I was on a hardline podcast and uh, I pretty much nailed it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I had a lot of fun with you, Jordan. So appreciate your time. Yeah, I appreciate it. This was fun. Yeah, for sure. So and there you have it, folks. Our interview with a non-hardliner. Jordan, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Hopefully you found this segment at least mildly amusing and please reach out to us in the comments of this podcast or send us a direct message on our social media pages. If uh, you'd like to see us sprinkle a little entertainment similar to this segment in the episodes, or if you'd rather just keep it educational and informative. And with that, I'd like to thank you all for listening and see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Shields Outdoors podcast. Stay tuned for future segments and visit our social media pages, Shields Outdoors on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates.